welcome to another edition of the UK Law Weekly Podcast with me, your host, Marcus Cleaver. This week we're going to be looking at the case of Asda Stores Limited and Briarley. The citation for this case is 2021 UKSC 10. And this case is all about an equal pay claim, but rather than being about the claim itself, the legal dispute is around one of the thresholds required for such a claim to proceed. Any claimant has to be able to compare themselves to a valid comparator, and such a comparator must be a real person who is employed by either the same employer or an associated employer. Importantly, in the context of these proceedings, if a comparator is based at another establishment, then according to Section 79.4c of the Equality Act 2010, so-called common terms have to apply at both the claimants and the comparator's establishments. Although it should be noted that the terms don't have to be identical. Getting into the details of this particular case, the claimants mostly work on the retail side of Asda's operation, i.e. in the supermarket, and are generally women. Meanwhile, their proposed comparators are predominantly men who work in the distribution depots. At this point, you can see what the problem might be for the claimants. The two jobs are different to one another and take place on different sites. With that in mind, they will need to rely on making cross-establishment comparison on common terms, like we talked about earlier. That became the basis of these proceedings when ASDA applied for the equal pay claim to be dismissed because the claimants had not produced a valid comparator, and the common terms did not apply across establishments. On this question, the claimants were successful at the Employment Tribunal, the Employment Appeal Tribunal, and the Court of Appeal, and so with one last throw of the dice, ASDA were forced to appeal to the Supreme Court, which is where we pick things up. The justices began by noting that one of the key issues in this area is that Parliament never defined what is meant by common terms, and so it has been left to the courts to develop this part of the law in order to try and best affect the intention of Parliament. Over the years there have been a number of cases that have led the way on this front, including Leverton and Clwyd County Council from 1989, British Coal Corporation and Smith from 1996, and Dumfries and Galloway Council and North from 2013. That last case is especially important because it is there that Lady Hale came up with the North hypothetical, which allows us to work out whether there are common terms or not. To apply the test, a judge is to ask whether, assuming that the comparator was employed to do his present job in the claimant's establishment, the existing terms and conditions would apply. If they would, then the comparator is valid. If not, then the comparator is not valid. Of course, this is a broad test that can be applied liberally by employment tribunals, but it does serve a useful purpose by allowing equal pay claims to proceed when an employer might split up employees across sites and put them on slightly different terms just so as to avoid liability. With it being a broad test, the Employment Tribunal was wrong in its approach to this case by performing a detailed line-by-line comparison between the two contracts. Instead, they should have simply asked whether the terms enjoyed by the distribution employees were substantially the same at the distribution depots as they were at the retail stores. Furthermore, it does not matter whether the depot workers would have been able to carry out their role at a retail store. The activities carried out by a depot worker obviously play a different role in ASDA's operations compared to what is expected of a retail worker, 
But it is very easy to imagine a situation where a store is situated next to a depot, and so the workers would be located at the same establishment. Shout out at this point to anyone who watches the Netflix series Superstore, you will know exactly what I mean. So as we begin to analyse this case, the first thing to say is that although the claimants were successful here, this does not mean that the equal pay claim was successful. Finding a valid comparator is only the first hurdle on a longer road, and so these proceedings, which began in 2014, will continue. Putting that indictment on how slow the English legal system is to one side, the overall point that was made by the Supreme Court is an important one and might well end up saving time in future cases. The point of this threshold is to boot out facetious claims rather than trying to engage in some extensive fact-finding exercise. A line-by-line comparison like the one carried out by the Employment Tribunal serves no useful purpose when an answer can be swiftly inferred from the facts and circumstances of the case. This seems like the right decision. The North hypothetical is a good starting point for any inquiry, but it is not the be-all and end-all. The hurdle is a deliberately low one, and this offers scope for flexibility on the part of the lower courts. If there is a substantive issue that needs to be looked at in more detail, then this is something that can be examined as part of the full equal pay claim, rather than this preliminary inquiry. Well, thank you very much for tuning into this podcast episode, and thanks as ever to bensound.com who provide the theme music. Quick reminder before you go that if you would like to support the podcast and help to keep it ad-free, then you can subscribe to my newsletter and earn yourself some nice perks including more content from me each week and a free ebook on how to answer essay questions on a law degree. This week in the subscribers only newsletter we looked furthermore at some of the immigration issues that had come up recently and a ruling against the Home Secretary Priti Patel and her relationship with asylum seekers who have come to the UK. If that sounds like something you're interested in, then check out the link in the description to this podcast episode. Anyway, I'll be back with another episode next week, but for now, bye!